What's up, Wanna Coffee fam? It's Kai, and we are back. We will have weekly contributions from strangers all over the world discussing various topics chosen by yours truly. And this is the first time these contributors have spoken to one another, so you are in for a real treat. Without further ado, here's Nikita and Alex with Western Views on Death. Oh, it tells me that it's recording. Okay, so death in the Western world um, is not really something that I typically think about. And I think I've really been blessed in my life where, like, have it my life hasn't really been touched by like major death like I mean yes people in my life have died and it's been sad um but you know I'm really kind of lucky whereas with the exception of my paternal grandparents grandparents and great-grandparents passed away when I was before I was born or when I was too young to remember um and I haven't lost a lot of friends so it's just, it's kind of, this is an interesting topic because I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't really think about it. I think that there's really um, a callous view of death. Like if we're looking at um, like COVID deaths and yeah. those, are, those who are COVID deniers, um, anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, and they're like, only mm-hmm. this super small percentage of people have died so it's not that big of a deal. I'm well, I mean, it still is. Like this is something that's very real and um, right. and I'm like, and it's not about you. It's not. Like wear your mask or get your vaccine and shut up. Like it's not about you. Yeah, uh-huh. and and it's 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 almost like the deaths because it's not someone close to them, they can't connect with it. They can't relate. Be like, oh, those, that's, those people over there die. So I can't, you know, relate to that. And I think sometimes we're like, for example, when you just like, I don't know if it's just Western, but like just the, like the death of, um, you know, George. Um, Floyd. Uh, yeah, George Floyd. And that to me was impactful, but there are people who, don't get connected because they're like i can't connect to this individual this person or they look at it as in like okay well he committed a crime and i'm like okay well i'm sorry but the uh the punishment for um passing a fake 20 dollar bill is not murder like you that's not penalty yeah so like the argument for this man losing his life, they're like, oh, he was a drug addict. Well, I could give a flying fuck if he was on every drug under the planet. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the death penalty or being murdered in the middle of the street in broad daylight is not the punishment. That's not the punishment that fits the crime. Um, And so... But I feel like if it was a dog or something... I feel like it would have had more, for some people, it would have had more sympathy, because they could empathize, they could connect with that. So there's, sometimes I feel like there's a desensitized um, view, or we're just desensitized um, to one another in um, this culture. But it's very fascinating 
in a way how there are, you see like cultural things when it comes to how we celebrate, either how we celebrate the death of someone or how we um, honor the, the, the passing of mm-hmm. um, individuals we do care about. Uh, I've noticed, um, I don't know if you've ever seen New Orleans, New Orleans, and they have, um, your death is celebrated with a, basically like a funeral, a, a parade, a jazz funeral, like in a sense. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and so they'll have like this, it's a big thing, they'll have like the, the, the trombones and the and then it, and it's a thing they have the the, um, the 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 little umbrellas and it's just we're celebrating and we're carrying your casket through the streets and it's a whole like march um in a way then um you've seen uh i've seen um how i don't know if you like when like there's a loss of a young person uh uh, especially like urban communities and stuff like it was really big in the like 90s and into the 2000s when someone passed away everybody got t-shirts and they yeah, had yeah. Like, the rest in peace on the shirts or the buttons so it was just kind of a way and sometimes people would wear them to different um, functions where they were honoring that person so uh, just little 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 I've never seen that in any other culture where they you know do that that type of stuff Um, well and i think in other cultures it's just kind of like a it's more of a natural thing like it's more of um you know there's an understanding that there's the beginning and the end and i think that um our culture doesn't always think about it that way like it's just like a natural ending um so when we look at those celebrations, but also it struck me when you were talking about the celebrations, like when something quote unquote shameful happens and not that I necessarily think these things are shameful, but like families, just um, depending on their religion um, or just their views in general, like if it's an overdose or if it um, is a suicide, it's always, you know, they passed away. Yeah. And it's like kind of very like, hush hush mm-hmm. and um and instead of highlighting who that person was despite how they passed it's very like oh they passed away and yeah and then it's like or even this modern age when um now you have social media you put throw social media in the whole before when someone passed away it was okay let me pick up the phone let me call the family and and you know give my respects or whatever whatever or you know pass that information along to other people who may not know what that one person calls and then it's a like can you let the family know that's all you all and you always have to tell that right person because they're good at spreading all of that information yeah and they were like i you know they take care of the next thing you know and within five minutes you're, you know, you're flooded with calls because everyone now knows. Um, yeah. But social media can, in a way, it could be a good thing because you can give your condolences without that awkward phone call. Like for me, I don't look, I'm always like, I want people to have a moment to process their grief. Exactly. But I also want to acknowledge that I know. So it's just this fine line. So 
without having to make that call, you know, a, a simple, you know, message or, you know, before the card or send a card or something to let them know, hey, I, I know that you're going through something. Then, but what, oh, go ahead. There is also that danger with social media where you take someone's grief and maybe make it about you. Mm. And yeah. when it's not, not that you're not grieving in some way, shape or form, but it's not, it's not necessarily appropriate to always, you know, blast that information if it's not. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Or you tag the person's name and what yeah. if people didn't know yet? That's a horrible way to find out. And I've, I've actually seen that where it's like, hey, the family wasn't alerted. Now you've really upset the family. Could you take that down? Yeah. And it's like, you know, if you want to just be in a situation where you want people to pray, you'd be like, you know, just pray for me, pray for, then, you know, you don't have to go into it. Just like, just say a prayer for, you know, whatever. Someone in... Uh, and I actually found out by, about someone from my high school, um, and she was just a beautiful soul. Um, and she, I am not, I'm not even still 100% sure about her circumstances, but she died very young. Um, and like, there's always been speculation, but nobody, like, I've never asked, nobody's ever told me anything. Um, because it, like, it's also not necessarily my business. Like we weren't that close, but I very much looked up to her, but I found out on social media, um, and you know, it kind of like rocked me. Like I was out, um, with friends drinking, having a good time and I just happened to scroll and see it. And then it was like, oh my God. And she's a couple years older than me and now Facebook and their memorial accounts where they're yeah. like stay there as a memorial. Like for a long time when Facebook used to tell you like, oh, so-and-so likes this page. Like, I'm like, can you please stop telling me that my dead friend likes this page? Like that's. Mm -hmm. That was creepy, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, Facebook doesn't really do that anymore now that, especially now that it's more app based and people are really looking at it through the app. You don't see, mm -hmm. oh, so-and-so likes this page. Um, yeah, that was really Facebook, like tone it down with that notification. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or still putting them in your like algorithms when you're sending like a a message out saying, Hey, just wanna mm -hmm. let everybody know happy birthday or you wanna tag everybody on your page for whatever, whatever. And you're tagging people that aren't even around anymore. So it's like you have to be conscious that you probably have people on your Facebook that aren't here anymore and they're just you just have their connected to their name just to you know go back to um wherever they uh you know just to to connect with people who are connected to them and and there's always that year round when the birthday oh it's such such his birthday today and then you're like oh so you know go happy heavenly i'm like dude i i personally don't post on a wall but i understand for some people it's therapeutic yeah, I do. I get that. Yeah, it's not something I do either. Um, and I now it makes me think like I should have like a designated person to like just delete all my social media when I go. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be just lingering around on the internet. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> probably still my identity only. Um, but, but, you know, just how we like process grief now in this age and just thinking about like, 
before when someone was gone, they were gone, but now you have things like cell phones and the last call that you got and how people hold on to the voicemails and in how traumatizing it is when they accidentally delete the voice. Yeah. Or or those types of things. And, you know, you don't realize uh, how that is until you realize you can't hear a person's voice in your head anymore. But, you know, I think there's a way to, in a way it, it, it more, not immortalizes them, but it it gives you, I guess, a level of comfort to feel it. But some people would, I think it was a story where this girl was, uh, or this guy, or somebody was texting the number, the old number. I think it was a girl because she lost her dad and she was texting the number and the guy was responding. It was, and not in a creepy way, but it was more like, you know, he would be proud of you or something, you know, and yeah. it was, for her, it was comforting. And for him, it was comforting because I think he had, had suffered a loss too. Yeah. So it's just, they came into each other's lives at the right time. But, um, it's interesting to think about processing grief too, because I don't think our, um, the way our country is set up, um, we allow people to process grief. Like you don't even get that much time off of work if you lose somebody. No, you got three days to process. Yeah. Plan the funeral. Oh, that's if you're, you know, you have to maybe, maybe five days if you have to, you know, plan the funeral and stuff. Yeah. Even then, you know. And like, if you have a funeral to go to, um, you only get a certain amount of time off if they're not immediate family. Um, and it's like, why does it matter that this, who, who they were to me, clearly they mattered. I need to go to their funeral. Yeah, and I have to bring the obituary and it's, yeah, yeah it, it's, um, it's very interesting for us um, in our culture. But um, I think the, uh, oh, Wait, what did you say? <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, they died. You, you know, yeah. mourned. You mourned an adequate amount of time. Please come back to me. <laughs> yeah, but I think in other cultures, depending on where you are, like sometimes overseas, you have to bury the person right away. So, like, if you live far away or in another country, you may not get to them in time. So it's like, I think in some cultures, they tell you, oh, such and such is sick. We're just letting you know it could be, you may want to come home now, you know? Yeah. It could be any day and, you know, some people get there just in time or don't get there in time before the burial happens. Or they tell you it's going to be too much money. We're, we're already wrapping, you know, we're burying the next day. So don't worry about trying to come. Yeah. And so I think that even then, how do you process your grief? Because you didn't have that moment to like mourn. Or COVID, like when people, like you said, when people were dying in COVID, just the funerals, how many people really didn't get to go to funerals? Like there are people who I know, you know, you couldn't go to your family members' funerals because of COVID. Yeah. And that's kind of devastating. Now, funerals and memorial services are affected by COVID regulations. Like um, I stood outside um and luckily it was a very nice day but i was standing outside in a long line for about a half hour um for a friend's memorial um and before we could go in in certain amount of groups and Mm -hmm. and it's 
you know, what, I mean, obviously I think that makes sense. And I, uh, but it was still crazy. I was like, oh my goodness. Like I've never been. Yeah. So, um, so it's so, it's like, it's not as final, you know, it's, it's mm -hmm. like you still have something lingering and you don't have that way to just be, you can't, you couldn't hug your family members. You couldn't really be there for them in the way that you would normally be there for them in that time of need. So it's, um, you know, uh, it has been all of these different uh, instances and situations and how we process it. And I don't know if we always necessarily process it the best because I think sometimes people don't deal with things and, oh, yeah. and we carry it. And then sometimes you'll, it'll be years and then you're processing, you're starting to grieve. Like I've heard people say they couldn't cry, like through the funeral and everything, they just couldn't cry. And then like a year went by and then they're bawling, you know, yeah. and then it's like now I'm in the process of grieving. Um, so um. recently at my friend's memorial, like when I found out about his passing and it was very unexpected um, and very sad and, but like, it didn't hit me like until I was standing right there and I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is actually, that's when like I broke down. Like, I mean, I was obviously sad before, but it didn't, uh, it didn't feel real. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to um, his stepdaughter and she said, she's like, I, she's like, I still am expecting him to just like walk through the room, like walk into the room. We're all here. Like, mm -hmm. and so I think, and everybody's timeline is different too, when, how we process grief, how we think about things and, yeah. and how we show our grief and. I know. And it's, it's very um, interesting when you talk about how she, she felt like, you know, he would just come in the door. He still felt that way. I remember when it was my, I think one of my grandmother's funeral and we were leaving the burial site and I felt like I was leaving her. Like it was like, it was, I had never felt that before. I'd been to, you know, many funerals, but that was the first time, I guess, cause she was like the first one that was kind of I knew of, you know. There's our timer. I know. And so, but yeah, just to, to wrap that up, I it's 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 such a um unbelievable feeling sometimes to not have that moment to to feel that loss in that way and how you process it. And it's is there ever really closure to it? Probably not. <laughs> you never really get that closure either. Mhm. Mm I'm going to go ahead and stop. Yeah. Always a treat hearing from Nikita and Alex. Thanks again, guys, for your discussion on views on death and the way the rest of the world views it. Thanks. That's it for us, folks. Catch us next week for a brand new episode with brand new contributors. If you like what you heard, please like, share, and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at WannaCoffeePod. That's WannaCoffeePod. I'm your host, Kai, and let's want a coffee next week. Cheers.